Hey, City Rev fam. Welcome back to the City Rev Live podcast. My name is Mandy. With me is Pastor Roby. Each week on the City Rev Live podcast, we feature conversations on what it means to live like Jesus in a modern culture, how to navigate various relationships, and equip you to make a difference wherever you are. If you've been tuning in these last couple weeks, you know that we are in the middle of a leadership series. Specifically, we're talking about emotional intelligence in leadership. And although we are not experts, this is something that I know personally we've just wanted to grow in and give you some information and resources on how to get there. So, Roby, what specifically are we talking about in this episode? Yeah, so as we're going through this series on emotional intelligence in leadership, you know, I think that's something that all of us want to grow in. You know, none of us are, are experts. That's one of those things that's like a journey. And there's so many different aspects to that. And one of those that we want to talk about today is rest. And sometimes there's discussion about rest as a leader. Um, and there's a lot of discussion about emotional intelligence and self-awareness as a leader. But uh, I think that rest and emotional intelligence and self-awareness, those things go together. Rest and, and EQ, those things go together. And so that's what we're really talking about in this episode, kind of how do we tie those things together and, and how do we prioritize that? And so maybe what, where we could start is just what is rest in general? And it sounds so yeah. obvious, but let's just kind of break that down. When we mean rest, we're talking like, in some ways, just literal rest, like getting enough sleep, making sure we're sleeping well, making sure we have margin in space in our, in our lives, that, it's, that we're not just going, 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 sleep, wake up, go, 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 go. There's some space in our life. We can, we can slow down at times. We want to be able to run hard as leaders, um, whether it's leaders as parents, leaders in our homes, in our church, in our businesses. Uh, we want to be able to run hard, but we also need to pull back at times and just make sure we're creating space, creating space for relationships, creating space for hobbies. I mean, these are things that are a healthy part of of our lives. Um, we mean by rest is things like unplugging. Like there should be a time when I'm when the phone is down way far away, maybe even turned off. And and that is that's unthinkable. That's unthinkable yeah. that we could turn off our phone for a couple hours and be unreachable. I mean it's something that not too long ago, I mean, you know, 20, 30 years ago, that's not, that was just the way life was. There were just times that you were not reachable and um, unplugging from times and, and, and forcing ourselves into the discomfort of being disconnected. Um, things like um, when, we're, when we have a down moment, don't necessarily immediately pull up a screen and scroll something, you know, just have space, have quiet, you know, just having that kind of rest. It means also rest is part of rhythms. You know, we that's a, a main part of what the scripture talks about is, is having rhythms of rest, having rhythms of whether it's a day off, whether it's a daily rhythm where there's a, a, a resting time in the evening or in the, or in the morning, um, having seasons of rest with vacation time and things like that. That's all part of what it's hel- healthy, being a healthy human being. And sometimes as leaders, uh, we are aggressively pursuing goals, and uh, and we're surrounded by people, and we're maybe surrounded by crises, and and so we don't always stop to rest. But that's important for us to stay healthy, and it's an important part of pursuing emotional intelligence. So I know that we're gonna be getting into how rest helps us in leadership, 
But let's start from the beginning. So we're going to talk a little bit about what the Bible actually says about rest. So how, yeah. why is this a part of a healthy human rhythm? Yeah. Um, and what does God have to say about rest? Yeah, and I, I think that's a really important question because God invented us. He wired us. He knows how we're wired. He's the inventor. So a lot of times we base on base. Do I rest um, based on what I think I need? Um, and and that is important to be in tune to ourselves, to our bodies. There's our bodies are wired to send warning signs. At the same time, we want to know what God says to us uh, objectively from the Scripture about about rest. And it starts at the very beginning in creation. God, God Himself worked for six days, rested on the seventh day, not because He needed it. He do, He is the only being that does not need rest, but He modeled rest. And in so doing, right from right out of the gate, creation is wired for this rhythm of activity and then non-activity. It, it's right there in creation. It's also wired throughout just the rhythms of creation itself. So there's rhythms of the year. There's a spring, summer, fall, winter. There are there's times that the the land rests, um, and and those you know those are are involved in agriculture. There's the land has to rest for a period of time. Farmers don't just keep harvesting the same field over and over and over. Uh, they they sometimes move to different fields to give. Uh, the land rest. In fact, that was part of what God required of uh, legally for their agricultural system. Um, there's rhythms in the day. There, is, the sun rises and the sun sets. There's nighttime. You can look at the animal kingdom. Animals rest. There's, there's. You see these rhythms of rest all through creation, but it's also then commanded of us. Like we, we actually are commanded to rest. And in the Old Testament law. They were commanded to set aside a day to be to for to be holy and also for rest, and we don't follow that legalistically. At the same time, we don't completely ignore that. We see the heart of God for us. The Sabbath is something that's for us. Setting aside a regular weekly rhythm of rest is important, and it's something that that Jesus modeled. He he himself modeled rest. There were times that he would be ministering to people, and in a way that was exhausting to a degree that we can't possibly imagine. But at the same time, Jesus he slept. He went off by himself. He got alone with God. He went up in the mountains to pray. The this, the uh, gospels are clear that as was his custom. It says as was his custom, he would go out and get away to pray and be alone with with God. He wasn't being antisocial. He was giving his soul rest. And so we the, the Bible teaches us to rest and to rest well. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we there's ways that we can um, rest in unhealthy ways and there's ways that we can rest in healthy ways and we've talked about that in in other podcasts as well. But for starters, we're specifically talking about rest and its connection to emotional intelligence as leaders. And so the first thing is we've got to acknowledge that we are called to rest. And so if we don't rest, and this is a this is a, a danger for leaders, if we don't rest, we're ignoring what God has taught us, we're ignoring what the Bible teaches, and we're ignoring... Um, it, it's not a virtue to not rest. And, uh, and the scary thing is, Mandy, our culture sees not resting as a virtue. Yeah. And sees something like workaholism as something that we're we're prideful about, and we kind of do these, you know, these kind of subtle brags of, well, I've just been, how you doing? Well, I've just been working hard lately. I mean, I haven't had a day off in a month. You know, yeah. we say things like that, 
as if our workaholism is a badge. And we wouldn't do that with any other sin. How you doing? Well, I mean, it's been about 40 days in a row that I've gossiped. You know, like someone wouldn't do that. I mean, we, we, don't, we don't brag about our, our sin, but yet it shows that our culture actually has a low value of rest and an actual high value of not resting, and that is not godly. And so uh, we had to be intentional with our staff team here at our church where we, we're, we're a driven group of people. We're hungry. We want to see God's kingdom advance. We've got goals that we're trying to reach. And we had, we had to be careful to set a culture and careful to try and keep this culture where if someone brags or, or someone is talking about how hard they're working and not resting, we're not praising that. We're actually saying, well, that's not good. Yeah. You need to rest. Like You're not being a healthy, wise leader. You're not operating at your full capacity. And so um, seeing workaholism, seeing not resting as a sign of weakness, not a sign of strength, is important, a place to start. And just the bottom line, before we go any further, resting requires humility for a couple reasons. For starters, I mean, just think about sleep. Sleep is a, it's a picture of total vulnerability and dependence. You're never more vulnerable than when you're lying there asleep. And... It, it is a picture of our utter dependence on God. It reminds us that he is literally keeping us alive while we sleep. And it, by the way, it's also just a reminder that we're not all powerful. There is one who never sleeps, and it's not us. <laughs> if we don't sleep, we die. But God, specifically, it says that God is the one who never sleeps, and so he doesn't need sleep. So every time we go to sleep, it's a reminder, it's humbling, and reminds us that we are not God. Yeah. You know, I, I wanted two things. One, I think that's really cool to make that uh, connection that God is not a God that has to rest because he's always at rest. Mm-hmm. Um, even when working, he's he, he works at a place of a rest mm-hmm. and peace. Um, but he sets that precedent for us and almost tells us this is how to be human well. Like this is how to be a healthy human, yep. you know? So I think that's really cool. I just wanted to, to say that again. And then two, I, I think to your point where our culture really values productivity and therefore doesn't value rest. Mm -hmm. I think that that could be true even within church settings as well. Absolutely. You know, it's like, why, why isn't she or he a part of that group? Why isn't she or he at the prayer meeting? Why isn't she here like at a constant, you know, call or just always being able to show up and even serving in certain, you know, so many teams. I think it's important that that can happen in our culture and in the church as well, you know, yeah, and I, it's important for us to, to value rest. A hundred percent. And I think that there's, there's a space in the middle on one hand, there is such, I mean, you could just be lazy and call it rest. Well, I'm just trying to live a balanced life. Well, you might just be lazy. I mean, there is that space, but there's also a space of where I think that the world needs me. And, and, and a lot of pastors can fall into this trap and yeah. uh, I've, I've battled this myself where it's like, you know what? Um, I, I actually need to follow Christ's example and get away. And Rebecca and I need to get away. I need to get my family away and be unreachable and the world will survive. I'm not the Messiah. Jesus is the Messiah. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that, that is absolutely true. That can be in the, in the church context as well. No question. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how, uh, resting well and knowing when to rest. How does that leak into good and healthy leadership? Yes. So, uh, 
emotional intelligence and rest, they go hand in hand because on one hand, it takes humility and self-awareness to prioritize rest. So on one hand, you need you need uh, an emotional intelligence to rest, and then you also need rest to have better self, self-awareness and emotional intelligence. They, they kind of work together symbiotically. And so, for example, like for starters, it takes emotional intelligence and, and self-awareness and humility to prioritize it. Like we said, he, to rest, it requires humility. Uh, it, it's pride. Ultimately, I think it's pride that keeps someone from resting. If it's not really pure ambition, because even someone who's ambition, very, very ambitious, can know like if I'm going to produce continually at a high level, I need to rest and recharge. So it's, I don't. I think oftentimes it's just pride, and I think it's basically the world can't. It's basically saying if I rest, the world can't handle it. The world can't handle me resting. The world can't handle me. What if someone needs me? What if I? What if I'm reached? It's like well, I just got to stop and just have the humility to say. I'm probably just not that important. Yeah. There's really no human that is. It doesn't matter what role. You might be the CEO, business owner, the emperor. It doesn't really matter. Like mm-hmm. we're not the world needs Jesus. It needs God and they're always there. We don't have to be. We can't be. And so yeah. and it's also um it's also pride that says, "Well, I can handle it. I can muscle through and um I don't need other people need rest." But I, I'm, I can do it. And those are just, it takes humility, which is a, 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 the foundation of emotional intelligence is humility. And it takes self-awareness. It takes self-awareness for me to say, wow, look at the signs in my body. I need, I need some rest right now. I'm being cranky. I'm irritable. I'm impatient. I'm being ungracious. I'm not performing at my best. And so it takes self-awareness to see those things. And you know, self-awareness and emotional intelligence is basically... If everyone else is seeing you and understand seeing you for what you are, and you're the last person to, to discover that, then that's not emotional intelligence or self awareness. So if everyone else sees me being cranky, irritable, underperforming before I do, then obviously I I don't I need to work on my self awareness and my emotional intelligence. So it in order to rest, I kind of have to have a foundation of humility, self awareness, emotional intelligence. At the same time, the flip side is true. It, it fuels my self-awareness. It fuels my emotional intelligence when I rest because if, for starters, um, it humbles me. When I rest, when I turn off my phone for a couple hours and then I turn my phone back on and I see that the world hasn't burned down, <laughs> then I'm realizing, oh yeah, I'm not that important. <laughs> you know, one of the, uh, one of the, healthy, humbling experiences was going on a sabbatical. And this is part of our rhythm as a, as a, as a church, as church leaders, because we expend ourselves um, spiritually and many industries need sabbaticals and, mm-hmm. and could do sabbaticals and should um, specifically in the church world. That's part of what the, the industry best practices because we expend ourselves physically, emotionally, and especially spiritually. And so we need that time to recharge. And so uh, as I, as I've taken sabbatical, uh, a sabbatical, it's always humbling because I'm real. It realizes um, in that moment I realize I'm I'm um, dispensable. I'm not needed. Yeah. I'm appreciated, and I always come back feeling like, oh, we're so glad you're back. I always feel appreciated, but I realize I'm dispensable. And so, resting creates humility, which, as we've talked about in other podcast episodes, that is the foundation of self of of emotional intelligence and self awareness. 
But it also fuels, rest fuels self-awareness directly because it gives me that margin and that space to, when I recharge, it, it makes me more healthy. So I'm, I'm, I'm at my best, but it also just gives me space to think and to journal and to pray and to talk and I can talk with with others. I can share, hopefully, with my spouse or a good friend or roommate. And I'm there's some self. It gives me the margin. Rest gives me the margin for self discovery before the Lord, mm-hmm. uh, ideally, about where I'm at. It gives me that space where I can ask the Holy Spirit to speak into my heart and reveal what's going on. I think about that Psalm in Psalm 139. Search me, O Lord, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. There's space provided for God to kind of kind of show us the mirror of, as to who we are. And so basically, it takes emotional intelligence to rest. And when we rest, we actually create more emotional intelligence and, and the space to pursue it. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned Psalm 139 because what came to my mind was uh, Psalm 23. Oh, where yeah. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides quiet waters and he refreshes my soul. Mm. And it's to your point, Roby, where you're saying it helps you to reflect and digest what is what God is doing in your life, you know, Absolutely. that would make you a better leader. And it's in that Psalm, the, the last part of that says he refreshes my soul, but not before he makes me lie down and he brings me before still waters. And mm. so because of that, he refreshes your soul. Wow, you know? that's great. So I think that's, that's really good in the way that God makes us rest in order to speak into us to then send us out to do work. Yeah, you know, I love that. So that's really good. As we wrap up, what are some uh, final thoughts when it comes to emotional intelligence and rest and leadership? Yeah, so here would be the just briefly the, the takeaways. Um, if we want to pursue being an emotionally intelligent leader, uh, we've got to value rest. You've got to calendar rest because we we calendar and and are intentional about the things that we value. So you've got to calendar it. You've got to plan for it. You've got to prepare for it. And if you just wait till you, well, I'll get around to it. Well, you'll never do it. So the tyranny and the urgent will always rob you from that. So plan for it. And then I would just say, if you're a leader, praise it and create a culture that lifts up rest, not laziness. We want to work hard, run hard, pursue goals with uh, aggression, but praises when someone is working hard but resting well. And so I, I, that would be the takeaway. And then the homework would be take a rest audit. Look back over the last quarter and see when you rested. Did you take days off? Did you did you have a good daily rhythm, weekly rhythm? Did you get some vacation time? And uh, I'd say... it. Ask someone who's close to you, ideally a spouse. Ask them how well you rest. I think they'll probably give you some some honest feedback. So the homework would be take a rest audit of your last quarter. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Hey, fam, we hope that this helps you in finding a good rhythm of rest and how this plays into your leadership in whatever sphere that you're leading in. We love you and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on City Rev Life. You can subscribe to this podcast, rate and review wherever you're listening to this. And we love it when you share it with your friends on social media. For more videos and content, go ahead and check us out at cityrev.org slash podcast or download our City Rev Church app. Have a great day.